What's up, family? I missed you all last week, um, but what a blessing it was to hear about how to love your enemies and just a testimony that Lori Campisi gave us yes, last week. Um, welcome to the living room. Here is a ministry that shares the gospel of Jesus Christ and how he heals and walks with us through every trial. We are thankful that we have a faithful God um, who allowed his son to die on the cross to take on his wrath for us to be made righteous and whole and have a relationship with him. Um, and so we welcome you and invite you into our living room. We're so grateful that you're here tonight. And we meet at 818 because we believe the scripture that Paul wrote. Um, so we believe that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us in the coming days. And we are thankful that we only know, we are thankful that we know that this is temporary and home is to be awaited upon with Christ. God in heaven. Um, we would hope that you would like, subscribe, and share. Um, hit the bell on YouTube. Like us on Instagram and Facebook at The Living Room at 818. We are blessed and thankful that you're here, and I'm thankful to be back, um, and I want to welcome my co-host, Debbie, who is back in the Midwest. Debbie, how Hello, are everyone. You? I am doing really good. good. Yep, I'm, I'm actually in Chicago, not home yet, all the way yet, but I am visiting with Shannon and the grandkids. So, um, so glad, so glad to be back. Praise yes. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I want to welcome one of my good friends, Shannon, your lovely daughter. We have matching glasses, but I took mine off. Shannon, how are you? I'm great. Great, great. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like I'm not in it. On you, get me some glasses. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Shannon, how's your Black week one. been? Um, what is today? See, every time you say Monday, week, Friday. I know it is kind of confusing, isn't it? Yeah, right. Um, it was good, actually. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Because her mama's here. I got it from <laughs> <I know>. her. <laughs> Debbie, how's your week been? It's been good. Uh, it's been really good. I, um, you know, I have Kelly, my um, sister-in-law, had lost her sister um, last week. So um, that's just been bringing me um, just really thinking about heaven and um, how so grateful that Jesus has made a way for us to be with him for ever and ever. And I, um, Kelly's sister, um, has never been able to walk. She's always been in a wheelchair. So I picture her just running, running for the first time into the arms of Jesus. And I, um, have talked to Kelly about it and, you know, it's just so comforting, uh, to know that it's not the end, it's just the beginning. It's where we truly live. And um, I have no doubt that Stevie was there to greet her. Uh, and yeah, it was, it's, that's been on my mind a lot. Just um, wow, you know, how he sacrificed for us. And like, you know, it says, we can only <laughs> imagine the glory we're going to have uh, when we get face-to-face -face with him. So kind of been what's been on my mind a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you for sharing. I can get it in my mind. Yes. Please share. Okay. And somebody said this and I, and I really didn't like it, but 
I have to ask it because I know that you guys will clarify it. So somebody said, when we get to heaven, you don't know your loved ones. So you don't know your husband, you don't know your mom, your sister, nobody. Like everyone's just a different person up there. What? That confused me. Why would they say that? Like, is what do you think? Hmm. And they backed it up with the verse. And I don't remember what it was, but this is what they said. And I'm like, mm-mm. Debbie, what do you think? You know, I, I really I really don't know if there's um, any scripture that really says that um, that we that we will. I mean, it I hope, but I think that we will be um, fully aware, um, alive, you know, like I don't know, Savannah, what do you I, I hope that that's my hope. I I and I, really I this up couldn't find that. scripture on that, though, because I was looking for it today. So weird that you mentioned that. I'm See? wondering, like, in Matthew, I don't know, it's confusing because in Matthew 22, 30, maybe, it talks about um, in the resurrection, neither Mary nor are given in marriage but are like angels in heaven. So did they reference that verse? Like, I feel like that, therefore, like, if that was the case, God would have to remove the distraction of recognizing our spouses as we fall prostrate before his throne because we will be so busy worshiping him, we won't have the distractions of everybody else. So I don't know if it's not necessarily that we wouldn't recognize our loved ones as much as we won't have the time to do so. Well, when we get to heaven, our only job is what we've been preparing for our whole time here on earth, which is worship. That's all we will be doing is worshiping. And I, I kind of wonder I think we will recognize them, but I don't think it will be a, um, that's my husband. <laughs> I, I, you know, you know that person, like you, you know, I think you, that's my, yeah, daughter will be, okay, we're just, I'm just going to research that some more because well, I was actually just, I was actually just um, looking that up today because I always like to think, oh, okay, I'm going to be greeted by my loved ones, um, but I don't know. <laughs> but I think I, I get a lot what um, Savannah's saying is that yeah, it won't matter. It won't. Everybody right. will be. will just be there together, and it won't be like that's our focus. Oh, there's yeah. my, there's my son. There's right. my husband. There's It'll be, I will, I will know in some way, we'll know, but it won't be our focus. Maybe that could be. Hmm. But then everyone says we'll be together again. We'll be up in heaven. We'll be happy. We'll have our, you know, he's building our kingdom up there. We're all like, 
you're going to be together again. Because you will be. We'll be together. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. You won't know I think that. I'm wondering if like, because even in Second Samuel, David's talking about mourning the loss of his infant. And this is often the verse that, um, there's also a verse in Thessalonians that quotes this as well. Um, it talks about how um, um, I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. So we will recognize, but I think, I think it's almost misconstrued. And again, I'm not 100% sure. And I think, um, I don't know, I think it, it, it could beg a question and it could beg a, it could beg a, um, like a poll. Like Shelby says, um, with the parable of the rich man and the poor man, the example, one goes to heaven, one goes to hell. They're able to recognize each other. I realize it's yes. terrible. So maybe, yeah, I think, then I think we're using the wrong words. Yes. So I think we will recognize. We just won't have the distraction of having a relationship with them because now our relationship is whole with it, God. It doesn't matter if it's your husband or your sister, or your brother. It's, I get it. You're going to recognize them. You're going to know yeah. who that is, but yes. there's no label. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think it's, I think people are like, I get what you're saying. And I think we're using the wrong terminology to kind of explain mm -hmm. what we're trying to say. I think we just yeah. said there's no label, but hope, yeah, you recognize you're aware. But your focus is on it, but you're focusing on so much something. The Lord and on worshiping yes. him. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. That's a good one. Okay. Hmm. That was good, Shannon. Thank you. That's so weird. I was just looking it up and I couldn't find. But yes, Shelby, thank you. Because yes, he does good say job. that he does recognize. Shelby. Oh my gosh. Right. So it's like, it's, it's again, the distractions of the world will no longer be because we will be face to face with the one we've been longing for this whole time. Right. And that's all that will matter is that that's yes just glorifying worshiping him yeah thank you shelby yes. i forgot about that one <laughs> i it, it went through my mind but i didn't put two and two together mm -hmm. yeah that's good <clears throat> i mean how was your week savannah Bless you. Thank you. I'm still a little sick. Um, my week has been okay. Let me tell you about my day today. It, it was very stressful. Hmm. So we had um, state testing. So I'm a social worker at a virtual school. So we had in-person testing today. And so we were testing in downtown South Bend. Um, so I arrived to the testing site early I get there, I go check in, and the people at the desk are like, we don't have any rooms booked for you. And I was like, I have 75 computers in my car, and you're going to have four rooms for us because they've been booked. I know they've been booked. I just talked to you last week. And they were like, no, we don't have any rooms for you. So we, were, so we finally got that figured out. We were an hour late starting to get everything. So we were scrambling. 
running around. I already made like my fitness goal on my watch just from today's <laughs> running around. Um, but then, so the kids did great. Like they were very accommodating. So we're talking about like third, fourth, fifth graders, like so sweet and just being so patient. So then um, after that, like we're trying to get every, we're an hour behind. So we have a test at nine and then we have another group coming at one. So the last tester finished at 1240 of the first group. And so then we had 20 minutes to wipe down all of the computers, get everything situated and do what we're supposed to do. It was crazy. So then I didn't eat. I'm starving. There's kids running around everywhere. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I just need to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and somebody has flooded the toilet and there's poop everywhere, all over the place. Why? everywhere and I was like I just I I quit <laughs> oh no no I didn't quit but it was just I was like seriously like wow. what did you just <laughs> walk away and pretend it wasn't there no <laughs> hopefully there was another bathroom somewhere else I called maintenance and we got like, it situated I didn't see that right no but yeah the, I mean I don't know, I think it goes to show. You love even when that happens. Right, no, it just goes to show like the faithfulness of God, like even through it all, like everything was still able to go on without it a hit. still worked out. You know, I that's what I was thinking when you were saying tested. Um, Everybody left, like it was just, it was crazy, but everybody left, and Christ was still there. He never, mm. he never left me. Um, it was just, it's good, and so it brings me to this point of something that I've been like really resonating with the past couple days because I have a lot of friends who have been the faithful Christ follower and haven't had like major traumatic events in their life, and like honestly, like I, I'm envious of that. And um, I, 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 it would be nice to have that, but I, and I feel like those people often feel in the Christian world insignificant or inferior when they share their testimonies because they don't have some sort of trauma that shows that they've lived through something. And I was thinking about that this week, and I was reminded that God's sustaining grace is just as powerful and just as important as God's saving grace. That's good. And so God's rescue, no matter from six years old in Bible study to the pit of suicide at 26 years old or whatever, is just as, is just as miraculous. It's just mm-hmm. as miraculous. And I think us as believers, we don't do a good job of, honing in on that like we don't do a good job of telling them like you're just as powerful like you have the same spirit that rose christ from the dead as i do your testimony is equally as powerful mm-hmm. right. and it just looks different exactly it looks different yeah yeah that's good i know i've i've talked to people who have you know um you don't have to go through so much suffering to live fully, you know, out for Christ. Like, it's just, I don't know. They're just like, blessed. 
and grateful for that. I'm yay. I, it, you know, and you know, he uses everyone for a certain purpose. And sometimes I feel that, you know, he puts people through things for that certain purpose. Like he did Savannah, like he did my mom, like he did me, like he did Dominic, because he didn't stand on his head. Anyways, he, I feel though, Okay, remember Savannah when, um, gosh, I don't know if I can say it. I don't know if I can say it. <laughs> okay. We probably shouldn't. <laughs> so, I okay, I heard one of Savannah's songs and it like made me, it, like it got me super hard. It was like, None of them have gotten me like this one that I, I, I heard. And I felt like, you know how you've been saying that you've been like, you know, going through some things and I feel like he had to push you through those things to get to that song. Cause it was like, Oh, you can hear it. Like you could feel it. You can like hear it. You could see like, it made me like actually go to my knees and like cry and be like, I, I have no word, there are no words for like that song. So, and then yeah, some people have not gone through, uh, like, like you said, you're envious. Like, you know, they haven't gone through half the things that I feel like I've gone through or you've gone through and that doesn't mean that, um, it, it, I don't know what I'm trying to, I don't know the word. Yeah, and let me, let me rephrase something so I bring clarity because yes. I don't want to, I don't want people to think that like, oh, I've been through this and we've been through this. So therefore my suffering is insignificant. No, pain is pain. Hurt it's, is hurt. Exactly. Grief is and grief. That's so no matter what you're walking through, you're suffering. I don't want I don't want it to be communicated incorrectly to the people who are watching like what I'm trying to say is like um, hear, hear my heart and what I'm trying to say is if you from losing a son to losing a pet grief is grief losing yes. a job to losing um, losing a parent grief is grief like all of these like hurt is hurt and pain is pain you can't understand fully somebody else's situation that's what empathy is yes so i don't want i don't want you guys watching and hearing this to um hear me incorrectly because that's not what i'm trying to get at and that's not what i'm trying to say um so forgive me um forgive me if i miscommunicated because that's not what i was trying to do um and if you need clarity like please comment and i'll do my best to clear things up of anything that i didn't communicate correctly um but i i just want to make sure that like as i was hearing what i was saying and listening to you shannon i was like man i feel like i could have easily miscommunicated that so i just wanted to or clear I that up and um i also like shannon you're right and we talked about this at the very beginning of this podcast like when when God, like everything goes through God's sovereign hand, mm -hmm. the battles we face, the victories we're given, 
God knew, God knew when he formed you in your mother's womb that today on April 19th, 2021, you'd be watching this podcast. We'd be on this podcast. He knew that when he formed you in his womb, he is all knowing. So therefore, um, like the battles and the, the, the hardships, the hurt, the grief all flows through his hand of sovereignty and his hand of providence. So therefore, by he doesn't, he didn't bring on, like a prime example was he didn't bring COVID. Hmm. He allowed COVID, but he didn't impress it upon us. And so I think um, it's the same with our, it's the same with our our struggles and our suffering. Hmm. He allows it for us to learn and lean on him in a deeper way. And I like, I get frustrated because I hear people say this all the time. Well, God doesn't give you more than he can handle. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Yes, he, he does. Help because you. if he gives you more than you can handle, then you have no other option than to fall on your face yeah. in front of him and ask for help. Yes. Yes. I I agree with you. Yes. He I'm done preaching. gives us, he gives a, he helps us handle it. Because Absolutely. we cannot do it on our own if we don't right. have if we don't have him. And I right. think the people that okay, so maybe someone didn't lose a loved one or go through something, I don't know. But there there's a testimony in that that, you know, um I yeah. yes, like a blessing. I, I, I don't it's hard for us maybe to, to speak of it because, you know, um I don't that hasn't happened to me, but um, I. But I still need God every day in my life. Oh yeah, right. and even if you're, even yeah. I didn't, of course, hit rock bottom, or I didn't lose mm. this, you know, a son, or I didn't, you know, suffer. I still have God in my life. Right. Those who are in Christ, when our feet hit the floor, our goal and our, oh. when our feet hit the floor, our automatic response should be, Lord, what do you have for me today? Because I need you. Yeah. Right. How can I, how can I, I help it. you? How can okay. I, what can I do today? Help to me further the kingdom. <laughs> right. Like and I a hundred percent, like school, honestly, I fail at that often because oh. I don't sleep well. Like I, I, I'm not a very, I never have been a good sleeper. And so waking up is hard for me. And so I need the word of God right away in order for me to be one of um, bearing his, fruits of the spirit and walking out of this room in a way that is honoring him. Um, but I like, I just like, I struggle, I struggle with that. And um, it's easy to, it's easy for us to feel like, ah, I got it. Right. It, it, it's easy for us to have a, um, what's the line? It's easy for us to like, just be like, we need Jesus in a time of need, hmm. you know, yeah. but when you're planted on a firm foundation, when it cracks and when it doesn't crack, it doesn't move. Mm. Good. Right. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Say, what did you say? Say it again. That again. So when you're rooted in a firm foundation, if it cracks or if it doesn't crack, you don't move. God knows. I just want everyone to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> so Shannon is 
at a client's house, correct? You're at Yep. And I met her client who that's one of my um, cool things this week is that she's a beautiful um, Christian woman. And we had a lot of, lot to talk about and she had also lost a son. And so, you know, you get that kind of bond, but yet um, talking to her, just the joy that you feel, because, you know, no matter what we go through, we have the joy of the Lord, you know, like he just sustains us and um, we can just smile about it. And, you know, she said to me, I like to talk about him. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> you know, it's just um, that that was just a, a fun, you know, just meeting somebody that, um, you know, I, I, that could relate to me. But yet we just it was just you could feel her heart. It was beautiful. It was warm. It was so. That's not the best. Not the best friend. I have a new best friend. She's moving right next door. She wants to move next door to Shannon. Yes, so that when I come visit, we can talk. But she loves Shannon so much, so that's probably I that. why. <laughs> I love that. That reminds me of like um, I've said this for a bit, but I think like empathy is very important in fellowship with people like believers and non-believers and um i think some of the most powerful words that we can equate are those of me too like and there was that movement that went on for a while but um me too extends your hand out and says i get it and like it it, it, it almost references your weekend that being like hand in hand Mm. Me too. I get it. Yeah. You know, and you're right. Like having somebody who has walked through what you've walked through, not exactly, right? Yeah, right. Um, but similar is so mm. powerful and so helpful. Um, and it gives you another opportunity for to pray for people. Yes, yes, yeah. Prayer so powerful. I do want to know what the crazy thing is. I go, oh, I should have called her before we came. What if she's not there? I'm like, mom, let's pray <laughs> right now as we're driving. We, we, we were going to her house. And so we're driving down her street and we're praying, like, please let her be there. Please let her be there. God, please. And then I we pull back and her car's not here. And I'm like, well, Dominic sometimes takes the car, her son. And we walk in and I don't hear anyone. And I said, let me call her. And I heard her cell phone ringing upstairs. <laughs> so I was like, oh, she's here. So I like, totally answered that prayer right away. And yeah. I let them sit down and I just like pretended like I was really working, but I just wanted them to talk. <laughs> yeah. They, it was powerful. It was cool. It was really I cool. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, Shannon had talked about her for quite a while. Like, oh, I can't wait for you to meet her. So, you know, when you, finally do get to meet and yeah it's powerful right yeah right and then they're both like, texting me like oh, i loved your mom and she just inspired me and she, i wish i would have got to brush my hair and my mom's like oh my gosh she's so beautiful i couldn't stop staring at her and she's like she did not need to brush her hair me coming in with no makeup on like you know looking like i always look but yeah <laughs> Yeah, I love, I, I love when God brings people in our lives that, you know, we can just fellowship with and talk to and, you know, living community, life, right? Man. Community yeah. is so important. It really is. So important. 
so important. Yes. And I, yeah. Yeah, Julia's, Julie's writing that. There was you know, another puzzle piece I was thinking about the other day. Wow. Not that, crazy. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. the first, my first, my last client was put in, I feel like, my path for a specific reason. And now the client that I'm at her house right now was put in my life for a specific reason. It's all yeah. my clients. I keep getting all these amazing clients. Thank you, God. That's called Providence. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. So what do we have? What do we have? A funny thing, Savannah. Do you have a question? Do you have a funny question? Like what? Hmm. I feel like I had one the other day, but I don't. Oh, it has nothing to do with the gospel. <laughs> okay. But here's my question: How do we truly know what dinosaurs sound like? How do we know because what truly know what dinosaurs sound like? Um, because I have two little boys, <laughs> two grandsons that dinosaur me all the time. <laughs> yeah, but we don't, is that like what they really truly sounded like? Really? I don't know what they, what, what did they, you know, it sounds like they were just roaring, but they could have just been like, eh, hardly anything. Like meow. Meow. This That's big old T-Rex right. and it just walks up and it says, meow. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something to, yeah, That's we don't know. Dinosaurs didn't exist? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. There were giants in the beginning of the Bible. They talk about giants and dinosaurs. Yes. Dinosaurs existed. Oh. Fossil fuels were to make oil cheap. They originally said fossil fuels. Oil was made out of dinosaur bones so that they could create an artificial price for oil. You guys want to hear this? I can kind of hear it. I can hear it. But I don't know what it, what it means. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> no, because <laughs> really. Because really, when did that fit in? They just didn't make it on the ark. Well, did, I thought there were dinosaurs on the ark. No. No. I don't know, but they maybe they were louder, maybe so they meowed, sense. or maybe right. they weren't there. You guys have got to hear. Will you say it? Maybe they were mute. <laughs> no, that makes sense. What he's saying right now, you guys. I've always wondered this. Here, you can sit right here with me. Well, so this is Dominic. This yes, is my client. So I'm so. Dominic. Hello. Yes. Yeah, so the dinosaur fable was made up so that the creation story seems less plausible because we. Why would God have created all these big lizards that were ravaging the planet and then wiped them out and create us. So it breaks up the narrative and makes people question hmm. what a lot of what's been done. And the whole calling them fossil fuels, you know, oil, it was all marketing to create it like it was a scarce resource. Because how sensible is it that dinosaur bones, because of the pressure, become oil? Not to mention in the museums throughout the world, none of the bones are actually actual dinosaur bones. Those are kept in storage because dinosaur bones supposedly are radioactive. So. Oh, this is good stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So, so, and if they are supposedly, then they're painted in lead paint. 
So some of the museums say, say they're real dinosaur bones, but you can't test them because we had to no. paint them lead paint to protect the radioactive nature of the bones. Wow. So, but if you would, a lot of what's been done with, um, you know, the, the dinosaur, you know, mythology or whatever that's been created, it's been done at various layers of, and throughout education, um, you could go to the, you know, conductivity with Benjamin Franklin, how he supposedly connected a key to a kite and flew it into a storm. That's what's taught to us as children. And that proved that there's conductivity. So that's another thing to disrupt your mind, to disconnect you from logos, which is truth, which is God. So wow. if you tell people things that are nonsense and you get adults to believe in superheroes, uh, instead of like, you know, biblical heroes and actual heroes that existed that were um, you know, fueled by God and truth. Um, then, you know, if people want to be Spider-Man instead of something they can actually be, then that you're well, Dominic, thank, thank oh, you so much for sharing. We appreciate that. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. I'll, I'll, uh, let you go, but yeah, it was nice. That talking totally makes you. sense though. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank yes. you. <clears throat> um, wow. I think we're, you know, I was just talking about Pasha, my grandson about that, how, um, you know, Santa, Easter, how it just pulls you away from the real, you know, See Christ. Right. So I bet that I think there's a lot of things that, that pull us into thinking more about that than more about biblical truth. Yeah, I think, yeah, and I think um, it's very important to um, not to take what people say. Um, and take it to heart. We need to make sure that it lines up with the gospel and lines up with the word, um, regardless of who it is speaking. It could be John Piper, or it could be us. Um, mm -hmm. If it doesn't line up with the gospel, then what we're what we're saying is not true. Um, and so we need to be very, very. Um, we just need to be aware of that, right? Like we read articles all the time, and we hear from mm -hmm. people all the time that could easily lead us astray. Um, there's false prophets. There's false teachers. Um, there's wolves wearing sheepskin, we just gotta be very, very careful. Um, and so <clears throat> dinosaurs or not, um, make sure that you keep your, your Bible handy, um, which reminds me, if you need a Bible, um, put hashtag Bible in the comments, we'll be happy to send you a Bible. If you need prayer, um, please put hashtag prayer in the, in the comments or share a prayer request so we can um, pray with you and for you because we believe in the power of prayer and we believe um, that God hears the cries of the righteous. We believe that he rescues. We believe that he redeems. Mm -hmm. and we believe that he wants the best for you. And that might not look like what you think is best for you. Right. Um, he knows better yes, he than does. we do. Um, and so we want to pray with you. We want to celebrate with you um, because our joy is found in the Lord and salvation belongs to the Lord. Um, and so we would love that opportunity. Um, so if you have prayer, if you've got a praise, um, wherever it may be, um, we would love to be invited into that um, as a ministry who believes in the power of the gospel. Um, That's right. So, yeah, what a, what a um, just solid, solid night about the gospel and the importance of um, community. I mean, I think, like, let's let's just take a, a, a flashback down memory lane here for a little bit. Um, so at the very beginning of this podcast, as the three of us, we went on and we talked a little bit about our stories, um, how we met, 
Um, and I think like the saving grace um, and the sustaining grace and God's providence and favor and sovereignty over all of our lives. From there, we heard about um, Julie shared about um, just her struggles and the, the faithfulness of God that carried her through her many, um, many trials with cancer, but God is still redeeming and healing her. Um, so we see God's healing hand. <clears throat> um, Abby um, talked about her mission um, to spread the gospel to the nations, because as it says in the word of God, every tribe and every tongue, um, and we're reminded that John Piper quoted that missions exist because worship doesn't. Um, <clears throat> and just her, um, the evangelistic aspect of God's character and how we can live that out here locally in our body and how we can also live that out among the nations. Um, we had Kate talk about the cup that she's been given and the cups that we've been given and what it looks like for us to um, accept the cup that we have and allow Christ and God to pour into those so we can run it over um, and just take our cup and use it for his glory. Um, and then Lori last week, come on now, Lori last week talked about loving your enemies and just her testimony of being in the fire and realizing that there is another in the fire and um, we have God the refiner. Um, and what it looks like for him to refine us and sanctify and justify us. Um, so it's been a good couple months. It has. You and, know, we've you know, seen, go ahead, Debbie. Well, I was just saying when Lori, she was, you know, talking about this book that she got, um, everybody always, so I got it and started reading it. And then I suggest everybody get it because it's so good about just loving everybody. The unlovable, the, you know, and there's just, and it's kind of funny. There's, you know, he's, he's such a good writer, but um, yeah, her story was incredible. And I um, was grateful that uh, she shared that book because I think it's, it's going to be powerful by the time I get done with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Something about, um, I'll give you a, a um, we'll give them a preview of what's to come. <clears throat> Next week, we're going to touch on a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Um, and it should be near and dear to everybody's heart because it's a lifestyle. And we're going to talk about worship. So mm. we've got, um, some worship leaders from the area, um, Zach Gillis, um, Daniel Nagy, Marcus. Um, mm. And so I'm working on getting one more person. Um, and we're just going to hear about the importance of worship. We're going to kind of dive into that conversation, the three of us, and then um, those gentlemen. And hopefully um, I'm working on getting a lady as well. Oh, wow. Um, so, are you going to be singing? I'm not going to them? be singing. Uh, any of no, them? No, I don't, think, just gonna be I don't talking. think so. Um, I mm -hmm. kind of want to, I don't know. Not. I mean, I know worship's not just singing, but they are I think that's a good incredible one. singers. I think it's great. Yeah. 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 I think um, 
we have so so far we have like Zach, Gillis, Marcus, and Daniel, and those are three very different worshipers and very different worship styles. Oh. Um, <clears throat> and so I'm excited to kind of bring those on. <laughs> There's Mario. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to that. Following that will be May 3rd, I think. So that's the following week, right? I think so. I think so. Uh, that's Kate. Oh. Kate will be on May 3rd. We don't know what she's talking about yet. She's still praying through that. Oh, okay. The following week, Debbie, why don't you share a little bit about the May 10th? May 10th. May 10th, Katie Monroe, she's going to be sharing about her, um, how she started the soup kitchen in Niles. And um, so... That's just an awesome story. And her, yeah, I partnered with her. And um, I love that. Uh, it's just going to be a powerful story of just loving, loving on, you know, um, the homeless, the needy, uh, getting together and just fellowship with the, with them. So she's got a powerful story. And that's, I love uh, that. Yeah, I, I'm excited. <clears throat> have her on. So she's a beautiful woman. May 17th is my birthday um, so i'm excited about that then a couple days Ooh. after that may 22nd is christy's birthday yay may 21st is so Anya's just a lot birthday. of may birthdays Anya's birthday um i gotta i don't know where that's on. so Anya's may is kind of we're getting may situated um we're getting june and july situated um but i am whose alarm is that i am gonna right. look it's it's here That was my alarm for her. So I'm excited about I'm excited about what's to come. I'm excited about what's happened. Um, God is still moving. He's still on the throne. Um, Sorry. And it's, just, it's just encouraging. It's encouraging. And um, I want to give one last opportunity for any prayer requests, um, one last opportunity for any praises, and one last opportunity on the live stream at least. Um, for those who might need a Bible, um, so just put hashtag Bible, hashtag prayer. Uh, we would love to pray with you. We'd love to pray for you. Um, but apart from that, like any final words, Debbie, Shannon, Mario? Hmm. I don't know. Just everybody have a um, blessed week and just keep looking at the cross, you know, um, keep looking and all of creation. Because God is speaking to us, especially now when there's so much um, evil out there. Um, but there's so much beauty, and we just have to look for that um, in everything. And if you can try to make it over to Hoso and check that restaurant yeah. out, it's amazing, and um, you'll love it. Praise the Lord. Right? Mm -hmm. So we've got one prayer request. Um, oh, Mario, go ahead. So shameless plug, Ninja Golf over in Granger <laughs> is an exciting place to be. So I've been working there for a few months now. And on Saturday, on Saturday, I was having a real crappy day. Started off at 10 a.m. and that, 11 o'clock that morning, like real crappy, and was just feeling really down. Um, took a break, went outside, 
read a couple of scriptures, and then some things happened, so I had to get back to work. Um, but in that, what happened was God actually showed up through a kid. Um, the kid was probably about five, four or five years old. And she came in just saying, I remember you. I remember you. You was at my birthday party. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and she said, I remember your name. So just the fact that this four-year-old kid can remember my name and the parents mm-hmm. were amazed. I was amazed. And I was like, oh, okay. So I helped somebody else with another birthday party. And the parents were so grateful and thankful of how I interacted with their nine-year-old girls. <laughs> uh, it was like nine of them. And it's a 50-year-old man with nine-year-old girls, and they was having a ball at the time of their life. And one girl said, this was my dream today to do this, what we did today. And I was like, wow. So what am I saying? Mm. Even though you're having a bad day, if you believe in God and you and you try to live right and you read your scripture, you keep praying to God, God will put people in your lives that will show you that he's still there. He still reigns on the throne. He still sits on the throne and he's still able to deliver you from whatever mess you think you're in. Um, so I, I thank God for Ninja Golf, uh, 12080 Adams Road in Granger. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. So, so going to go there with the grandkids. <laughs> for sure. I love that. Um, so Julie asked for prayer. Um, she asked if we could pray for her um, body um, to get somewhat normal. Um, and I'm going to pray, um, for all of us. Um, and I'll include Judy in that. And I know that I'm sure that there's some unspoken prayer requests as well. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pray. Um, if that's all right with you all, is that good? Always. Yes. All right. Um, Father, we just thank you for who you are. We acknowledge that, um, we need you. We acknowledge that um, you are all powerful and all knowing, um, and we just need you. Um, and sometimes those are the only words that can come to mind is, um, I need you. Um, I need you every hour, every minute of every day. Um, and we thank you that your omnipresence um, can surround and fulfill that request um, because you are God. So, Lord, um, we just humbly come before you um, with hearts of humility, um, hearts of reverence, um, a heart of confession, um, and just asking for help. Um, Julie's, um, Julie specifically is asking um, that you would just get her body to somewhat normal and um, your normal might not look like our normal um, and um, we're gonna go out on a limb and trust you um, yet at the same time we know that you can do miraculous things um, and so I'm gonna ask for a miracle here and I'm gonna ask for her body to be healed because we know that your son Jesus um, is a healer um, and you heal and so Lord if it is of your will, heal Julie's body back to normal in Jesus' name. Um, we trust you and we thank you for what you're doing. And then Lord, I just, um, it's on my heart, it's heavy on my heart that there are a lot of unspoken prayer requests tonight. Um, the world is a broken place. The world is heavy. 
um, but not too heavy for you to carry because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Um, call your children to come to you um, and rest in your arms. Um, and so Lord, here we are, um, tired, weary, um, downcasted and just broken before you. Uh, we need you. And um, we, we just ask for you to um, open our eyes because you're here. So, um, and you're, you're alive, you're moving, and you have revealed yourself to us. Um, so remove the scales off our eyes, remove the bridle off our tongue, remove the deafness out of our ears so we can hear you, so we can see you. And then, Lord, release the chains off our hearts so you can mend and mold us into who you've created us and who you're asking us and calling us to be. And God, just um, let us be undone for your glory. Um, unravel us um, so you can um, so you can just allow us to be yours with our arms open, ready to receive whatever you have for us because we trust you. Um, we love you. Um, Lord, we, I've asked for a lot tonight. Um, Lord, we know that um, whatever we've said here, if it is, doesn't, doesn't line up with scripture, Lord, let the people forget. Um, but if it does, Lord, let it penetrate the hearts of your people. Um, let the seeds be planted and let you do the rest. Um, God, protect us of things that are not of you tonight. Um, go before us, walk beside us, and go behind us, Lord, as you are with us through it all. So Lord, we trust you. We lay our lives and our hearts down before you um, because we know that the sufferings of this present time are not worth the glory that is to be revealed to us to come. No matter how great the suffering or how minute it might feel, in the muck and the mire, you're still here. You're the same God on the mountaintop as you are in the valley and the in-between as well. So, Lord, we thank you. We pray this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What a night. Um, Julie, we're praying for you. Everybody else, we are praying yes, yes, for you. Yes. Um, I hope um, and pray that you guys have a great week. Um, may you look to Jesus, uh, seek him above all else, and just be bold, love well, uh, shine bright, and we will see you next week.